Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and welcome to, I think this is number five in my podcast series called Debunking the Myths um, podcast series. So hopefully you enjoyed the uh, prior four uh, podcasts uh, that I've done, and hopefully you found some of the other things we're actually doing in terms of... Um, we're actually doing a lot more on YouTube at the moment, so uh, if you haven't seen our YouTube page recently, duck over there. Just go to YouTube and type in Wealth Within um, or Wealth Within TV. Um, you'll get onto that. So I'm doing uh, market reports on that every single week. Um, we're doing. We're just starting a new one called Ask the Trader. So by the time you um, hear this podcast, you're likely to uh, or you're likely to see it up on. Uh, our YouTube channel, which means you can send in your questions and we're quite happy to answer them uh, live to camera. And we're also doing a few other bits and pieces, so get over there and uh, check out our YouTube page. Now, uh, over the series of all four of these, we've talked a lot about different things, you know, active versus passive investing, you know, costs about why they matter, um, you know, the tortoise and the hare diversification, you know, time in the market versus timing the market. There's been a lot of subjects we've covered and, you know, a lot of people um, have these myths. It was quite interesting, actually. I'm not sure whether any of you know, you know, I was on um, Channel 10 last week with, uh, in their morning show with uh, Ida Batros and Jessica Rowe and Natasha Belling and um, I keep forgetting the, the, the guy's name. I'm not sure. When you're surrounded by beautiful women, you probably sometimes... Uh, you can understand that I can forget a guy's name, but had an awesome time. But we talked a bit about debt, um, you know, and credit card debt and, and um, why people don't understand what actual debt is or really understand how to manage debt. And interesting thing, you know, Ita asked me one question. She said, well, if you're, you know, you got spare cash, well, what would you do it? And I said, invest in the best stocks. And we had been talking a little bit about Commonwealth Bank. And she said, like Commonwealth Bank? And I said, yes. And she said, well, isn't that a bit expensive? And that's uh, one of those myths that are out there. It's uh, it's what is expensive. And, and it doesn't matter. It's one of those things that people just seem to think that whatever the price of a stock is, uh, uh, that it's, if it's, you know, over $10, it's getting expensive. And it's just a... Um, it's just wrong. It's not how you do stocks or not how you value stocks because it's got to be compared to something. Um, you know, it's like cochlear, you know, over $100 and people go, wow, that's expensive. But if cochlear itself as a business is worth $300 and it's trading at $100, then it's exceedingly cheap. But if it's, if it's only worth $50 and it's trading at $100, then it's exceedingly expensive. So you need to look at that when you're looking at shares. And all too often we get people, you know, buying, you know, 50 cent shares, 10 cent shares, dollar shares because I get more shares for my money. And it is absolutely irrelevant how many shares you actually get when you purchase the shares. It's about whether they're worth what you're paying for them and whether they're going to be worth more into the future so that you can profit from them. And if you, if you had a thousand ten cent shares worth a um, hundred dollars or whatever, whatever it multiplies out to be, um, or sorry, let's say you put a thousand dollars into ten cent shares and a thousand dollars into ten dollar shares, if 
the ten dollar share goes up ten percent, and the one and the ten cent share goes up ten percent, you still made ten percent on whatever. So, and that's really the point, and it's one of these real big myths that are out there, and it's constantly perpetuated that people think they've got to buy, you know, one two cent shares, ten cent shares, fifty cent shares, anything under a dollar to get more value, and it's not about that. And a lot of those shares are trading under a dollar for a very, very good reason is a, they may not make very much money or they may not be making money at all. Uh, They generally don't have as good management, those sorts of things. They're in a growth phase and they're not always in a growth phase. Some of them are trading that and have been trading at 10 cents or 20 cents for years and years and years while they're, you know, trying to get products out there and trying to do things. A lot of them tend to be more speculative sort of mining stocks, biotechs, those sorts of things. I'm not to say they won't become great stocks in the future, but don't ever value a share based on the share price. It's the, it's the share price in relation to the actual value of it. You're not comparing cars or dishwashers here. You, you're actually looking to make some money. So that brings me to sort of one of the, the next statements I've got is often uh, well, I've, the statement is, do you have what it takes? And often uh, I get a phone call from people and they go, oh, I'm not sure I could be a trader. You know, it's high risk. You know, I don't want to sit on a computer all day long. Um, it's gambling. And I had one of those phone calls yesterday. Um, oh, I'm not sure, you know, I should be doing buy and hold or long-term things. And, and it really is one of those questions that goes through people's mind and it may be going through your mind. Like, you know, do I really have what it takes to, you know, make some money out of this share market? Not only just run a good share portfolio, but become a trader, you know, re- you know supplement my income or replace it. We're getting a lot of uh, mums. Uh, yesterday I got a mum of four children, um, you know, very intelligent, has a degree, uh, professional. Uh, her youngest child is, uh, I think, five months, she said that was. And and uh, she's, oh, I'm not sure whether I could do this. You know, can I really do this? I'm like, yeah, you can actually do this. Um, you've just got to have the right knowledge and put the time and effort in. And anybody can seriously get into the market, not only just get into the market, but profit from the market and do so safely. And it's not about taking high risk because you know she said isn't the sort of the market gambling and I went well no it's not anything's gambling if you don't understand it you know it's like throwing the keys to a Ferrari to a 10 year old you know it's it's that's dangerous and that's gambling because a 10 year old doesn't know how to drive let alone drive a Ferrari and uh, so it's gonna you're gonna get a, a high probability of crashing and turning and burning there but you give a 10 year old a little go-kart you know, or a bumper car at the at the at Luna Park or something like that, and it's a whole different ball game. You know, they're going to have fun and it's safe and it's it's a little bit simpler for them. So, you do have what it takes. It's all about an attitude, and that's it. And um, all too often, people give up before they start, thinking it's like eating an elephant, where it doesn't have to be. You just might want to have the toenail, um, and that'll get you going. And then you get a bit more comfortable, and you go a bit further and then a bit further. Because uh, that brings me to the the next point that I've got here is success. It doesn't come by accident, it's created and, and it is really interesting how many people or phone calls I get from people, mainly guys, who um, watched a few YouTube videos or gone on to FX broker websites or as soon as you start Googling share trading or trading of anything, you just start getting bombarded with multiple, multiple ads on websites. You know, as soon as you, any website you go to, you get bombarded with these speculative trading ads you know like binary options or bitcoin nowadays 
FX, all that sort of stuff. And it, basically they all say, no time, no money, no brain, just do this and you'll make a lot of money. Um, and that's really, um, I won't say an oxymoron, but I mean, I'd say really? You seriously think that, you know, by clicking on this ad and and sending some money to some fictitious or some company you've never heard of before setting up an account that you could actually make good money. Uh, because success in anything doesn't come by accident, and that's really accident. That's really the buy and pray method, and it's really praying hard uh, from that point of view. But people that are successful put the time and effort in. They educate themselves properly. They put the effort in to make sure they have the knowledge and skills, and they have a process. And you know, it, it, yes, you can find a lot of what we teach in our courses out there somewhere on the web, but you can't learn properly because there's a difference between knowledge and understanding and uh, to give you a quote uh, uh, knowledge is understanding is is that a tomato is a fruit and not a vegetable but wisdom is knowing you don't put a tomato in a fruit salad Um, and really there's a lot of information out there and this is where the bulk of the calls we get are people that just have been a a bit of information out there Um, you know I had one guy last week saying to me i know everything that's in your course and i went well that's great why are you calling me if you know everything that's in our course why are you calling me it just makes sense doesn't it it's like well you don't know everything you might have some information about a lot of the stuff we talk about but that doesn't mean you know it because there's a big vast difference between knowledge and understanding and understanding means you can use it and apply it and make money out of it in different market conditions. And uh, just understanding what a trend is or what a trend line is doesn't make you a trader. It just means you've got some knowledge. And that's the difference between you know, surfing YouTube and um, you know, trying to piece together something on the cheap um, in, in the hope of not, um, you know, being able to make a lot of money. And there's, there's an old saying that I've got, are you playing to win or are you playing to not lose and it really the majority of people are playing to not lose um, in their trading which means they're making decisions in not losing which means it costs them more money more time and more effort and have a lot of losses Uh, and that's really uh, what it's about they do things like that so I'm going to ask you are you playing to win or are you playing to not lose think so that sort of brings me to my next point which is stop losing and start making money now losses come in two forms and and a lot of people don't realize this and one is you just buy something and it falls in value and you've lost so but there's two components of that too there's an old saying that i you know that people shoot at me all the time saying i haven't lost money if i haven't sold Um, and i can guarantee there are people listening to this podcast that have bought bitcoin and Ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars—you know—that those sorts of pricing is sitting there you know, with Bitcoin down where it is today, and going, well, you know, I've still got it. It'll go back up to twenty thousand, and you know, when it gets up there, I'll sell it. You know, but it's you know—it's half price at the moment than what it was when I bought it, or it's down fifty percent when I bought it, or thirty percent, or whatever that is. And there was a lot of people that borrowed on their houses and credit cards. I think it was like eighteen or twenty percent of people were borrowing on their credit cards to go into Bitcoin in the gambling hope that they'd actually make some money but what they've done is actually lost it and and you know to me i don't think bitcoin's going to get up around twenty thousand dollars anytime soon and so their magic they they're somehow holding on to these bitcoins 
in the hope that it's going to go back up again. So, you know, that's one area. So not losing or losing comes in, in buying something and it falls away and you sell it at a loss. The second one is you are losing if it's below the price that you paid for it regardless of whether you sold it. And you always need to look at things in terms of if I had to liquidate everything today because something's gone on in my life, my family needs every bit of money that I've got so that we can, you know, save somebody's life or something like that, What? and you sold everything out, what would it be worth? And you always need to value your portfolio, whatever it is, whether it's shares, property, everything else, on that what it would be if I had to liquidate today. The other area that I haven't really mentioned about losing is time and this is another big one that people don't quantify uh, and I find that it's so regular that people don't value their own time and I get people who are spending two hours a day on YouTube watching videos you know reading some books they're um, surfing the web they're doing free courses all over the web they're just and they can be spending 10 20 30 hours a week in the hope of um, trying to learn to trade the market but if you all you did was add up the amount of time you spend doing this and getting nowhere pretty much I mean I had a guy oh, I think last week or something maybe the week before he said yeah I do x amount of time on the web and YouTube, I've read five or six books and blah, 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 and, you know, my trading's erratic, it's all over the place, I'm not making money, I've been losing on my portfolio, and I went, well, add up, you know, if you got paid $20 an hour, add up all the time you've done it, and you've paid for our course four times over, you know, it's it's that trading to not lose, or playing to not lose, and people don't do the education so they don't want to put out the, the time and effort. They put out the time because they don't treat their time as valuable. They treat it as free. Um, but then they don't get the right education. Um, and they're hoping not to spend on the education in, in the way so they get an education for free. But what they're realizing, not realizing is they're losing a lot of time. And there's part of that is opportunity cost. So if you spend two, three years surfing the web, doing free courses, buying a couple of books and playing with your portfolio, having losses in your portfolio um, and still end up at two, three years down the track and you're not really a solid trader, then you've lost tens of thousands of dollars in opportunity of trading properly. So because the market does move along and, uh, you know, the profits you can make. And some people say to me, well, you know, if I buy your course or I enroll in your course, then the money I was going to trade with, I had to put into your course. And I went, yeah, but you don't buy the cart before you get the horse you know you don't put the cart before the horse you know you don't buy the car generally before you know how to drive it you know otherwise it's useless and so people go okay well i'll put money in the market and i'll make some money out of that and then when i make money then i'll buy the course so i can do actually learn how to trade properly and i think well hang on isn't that an oxymoron too because how are you going to make money on the market if you don't know how you've got more probability of losing it so there's a whole range of myths around that and again it's asked the question are you playing to win or are you playing to not lose and it's a really interesting question you need to pose to yourself and i would suggest you stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself when you say that and and actually understand uh, the actual reality for you because you can't lie to yourself some of the other things i talk about is is like exit strategies a lot of people don't have exit strategies um you know people go oh this doesn't work or that doesn't work and to me i've never had anybody that's complained to me that the share they own is going up in price i never worry about it when it's going down and 
Uh, a lot of people go, well, it's they buy stocks and you know they read the newspaper or they you know get a stock tip from a newsletter or they you know, watch the TV and somebody said this stock's good and it's really really hit and miss and it's really what I as I said what I call the buy and pray method of investing um, and then what they do as I said is they don't have an exit strategy so then they don't know how to get out so it doesn't matter how good the buy is if you don't have a proper exit strategy then how the hell are you going to make money from it? It really is. Because you'll see that share go up and down in price. And all too often, I talk to people that have lost 30, 50, 60, 70% on a share or different times and their portfolio is not doing very, very well. But you need to have an exit strategy and some rationale for investing in the stock, not just, oh, well, it looks good or, you know, so-and-so recommended that type of stock. So always have a plan and a process. And that's really what we give people is a structure, a plan, a process. And that's invaluable um, to helping people profit. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast um, in number five in the series of debunking this. I think this is the last one I'm doing in this series. So if you haven't listened to the other ones, please do so. Remember, we've uh, you know, got uh, our, um, our Facebook page. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, we're putting a lot of stuff up on that. So go to Facebook, type in Wealth Within and get to our page. Like it. Please like it so that you'll be able to get all the stuff we're setting up. We're putting up all sorts of manner of things in Facebook now. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, go to our YouTube page and have a really good look at that. There's some really good videos there for you to help you out. And uh, if you've got a question and you want us to answer for you, just shoot it through to info at Wealth Within dot com dot au that's info at wealthwithin.com.au you've been listening to talking wealth and i'm dale gillen the chief analyst here at wealth within goodbye good luck and good trading take care thanks for listening to this week's podcast for more information products and services and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation 